Uh, <laughs> well, what's his last message? This was like 10 minutes ago. I'm on my way, waiting for you to sort out the twick issues. I think he's trying to say yeah. tech issues. Um, That's but, right. Yeah, we should just kick off without him. Yeah, I think we should. Okay. You're listening to the Host Unknown Podcast. Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to the Host Unknown Podcast. And uh, welcome, gentlemen. Well, when I say gentlemen, <laughs> gentleman. Yeah. Um, Andy, how are you, sir? I'm not doing too bad, thank you. It's been a uh, another productive week. I think the belief that, you know, with lockdown rules easing, that everything, you know, sort of returns to some form of normality has been well and truly dismissed. Uh, with Leicester re-entering the lockdown or having, uh, you know, uh, what should we say, additional restrictions imposed on them, um, and where we are is is the new normal. Um, so indeed, think, um, you know, indeed the 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 phrase that we've all said that we hate, yes. the new normal. <laughs> but actually, it is. It's just some weird crap. It's it's um it's bizarre because we keep talking about. You know, oh, we'll have to do this when the lockdown ends and blah, blah, blah. But it's, I don't think it's going to end. I think it's just going to sort of vaguely fizzle out. And before we know it, six months later, we still haven't met up with our friends because we're so used to just, you know, chatting to them on Zoom. Yeah. And it is, uh, <laughs> as you say, it's that phrase that we all hate, but uh, it's almost like that phrase. But back in April or you know March, April, unprecedented times. <laughs> you know, <this> is... <laughs> the, the new normal. Oh, oh he's oh, here! Hello. Good morning, Jeff. Glad last. you could join us. <laughs> so we actually got bored waiting for you twenty-five minutes late. So. I, I only woke up ten minutes ago. <laughs> I did get I, I did get concerned when you responded to that message at three in the morning, and I thought, well, if Jav's late at the best of times. So, Mr. Malik, how are you, sir? Uh, trying to pretend that I'm fully functioning and awake. That's how I... <laughs> so we should expect the same level of wit and uh, charisma from you as you normally do. Absolutely. So I'll be at your level today. <laughs> oh. So, Mr. Langford... Well, I must... uh, well sorry, to, I know you're about, probably going to say something funny there. Should I let you continue or should I just... <laughs> Oh, well, I think the moment's gone. I was just going to say, um, you know, my energy levels are down because I've been a bit busy this week. And I was actually going to segue into that. You know, you've had quite a busy week. Uh, you have. I have. I've, I've, I signed a lease on a new flat and I'm moving out. Uh, I uh, had to hire a van to buy a whole bunch of new furniture and stuff like that. So I'm, um, if anybody needs advice on IKEA flat pack furniture and how to construct <laughs> it, just just tweet me, email me, give me a call. I know everything. In fact, I think the tips of my fingers have turned into little hexagonal uh, bolt drivers. <laughs> it feels, uh, and I'm I'm dreaming, you know, about the uh, the little cartoon man pointing at something with a exclamation mark over his head. You know, oh man, it's crazy, but. Uh, uh, yeah, it's slowly coming together. Um, getting a, uh, as is my um, my bank balance rather, it's going down, and my credit card well, balance is going up as we're buying stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. so I'm thinking that this is um, obviously you've, well, it's the equivalent of an independent contractor being furloughed uh, during these unprecedented times uh, in this Indeed. new normal. Um, <laughs> Indeed, and you know, you used to be the the, the group CISO for a, a global 
uh, you know, 12 billion euro annual turnover powerhouse. Um, and yet where everyone else is kind of saving money, you seem to be outspending it, uh, expanding your property empire and uh, purchasing new furniture. It's called kickstarting the economy, isn't it? Right. Okay, you're doing your bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am doing my bit. I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, those the IKEA workers uh, are not going to be without this month. In fact, the um, the guy at the checkout, I went with my son. We had, oh, in the end, we had uh, six pallet worths of stuff. Jeez, Tom. Um, and he's he said, um, you're, you're, you you've spent. Uh, the m- more than anyone since we reopened the week before last. <laughs> <laughs> it's so shit. This is not good. Um, but they you know when you chucking any complimentary an meatballs flat- or anything like no, that, <laughs> you'd think, you'd think, wouldn't you? But uh, yeah, when you're presented with a completely empty uh, flat, it's uh, you, you, you got to yeah. fill it with some stuff, right? <laughs> Although I could probably have filled it with um, you know piles of cash. It would probably have been cheaper. <laughs> well, it's funny. A lot of places are not taking cash at the moment. So um, no, no, you're right. I was using. Um, I've been using the Next Door app, um, which oh, was dear. introduced to me by friend of the show, Leanne Galloway. Um, and on it, there's like a big story which blown up, uh, and there's actually quite a few comments on it. People experiencing the same, where an older gentleman went to pay for his petrol in the petrol station, and um, they said, "Sorry, we don't take cash. <laughs> you know, we don't yeah. don't accept cash anymore." And this guy didn't have any credit cards or you know debit cards or anything. Uh, and a very kind stranger uh, paid for his fuel for him. Um, so here's the thing, you know, an older gentleman, I totally get it. You know, might not be, you know, might not exactly have an Apple Watch, etc. But your pension and all of your allowances are all paid directly into an account. Yeah. Um, and often you actually have, you know, that said card, that account will have a card. So I'm not sure. Look, listen yeah. to this government shill. I, I reckon. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm being very cynic. I'm, I, I think I'm going to rebrand myself as the Infosex cynic because. Um, <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Not, not because you up, you up for a legal what fight. He's doing, <laughs> what, yeah. I am, but I know the person who who would be putting the legal fight up is not. Uh, you talk about um, the game clearly. Yeah, that's right. Friend of the show. He folds um, like a deck of cards. <laughs> but I reckon what he's doing, what that chap's doing, is he's going round shops and petrol and then looking like a confused old man and looking, you know, he's only spending like twenty quid, so it's not going to be much, you know. But you know, in a given day, he's probably getting through a couple hundred quid's worth of. Provisions and petrol and all that sort of thing. So well played, that man. So, he should be our. Um, see, see that should... that's where you missed the trick at IKEA, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Oh, is it? Is it cash? Is it not cash? I've only got cash. So it's. Uh, I know you're saying that you know cynically, uh, you know about that, and there's um, an actual story where uh, you know friend's uh, son, who's an older, uh, you know, kid. Um, who has special needs, um, yeah. you know, which he you know, goes out. But he's, he is, uh, you know, independent adult as well in terms of, you know, he goes out and about and, um, yeah, you know, doesn't need full-time care. But he has, well, <laughs> his parents refer to it as a party trick where he goes to um, sort of amusement parks or fairgrounds and things like that and then tells a police officer that he's lost, um, you know, <laughs> and he, he needs help. 
Um, but then while they're waiting and sort of cooling around, he'll sort of say, oh, I'm so hungry, like while he's standing in front of a burger stand sort of thing. <laughs> and, uh, uh, apparently this is uh, something that he'll do, you know, quite often when he goes out, uh, you know, when, when there's a fairground in town or something. He's quite known, renowned for it now, that uh, he'll always pretend to be lost and <laughs> play on the lost sympathy of others. But yeah, it's, uh, you might be right. Maybe this old guy is pulling a scan. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that that reminds me of something. Uh, that, this is like going back a while. Uh, this is before Oyster cards were out. Um, but a friend, his cousin, he was in a wheelchair and uh, he was independent. Like he could move very just like he couldn't walk. But um, he'd go on the on the train or the tube, and when you'd get to the gates, uh, he'd go around to the to obviously the big one with the staff one. And he said, "Could you open it?" He says, "Well, you card." And he had a backpack hanging on the back of his thing and in the front zip he said it's in the front zip and there was a hole in the bottom of that pocket uh. so so the guy would go to say oh there's nothing in it and he would like act all distraught oh my god i can't believe it someone's stolen my travel card <laughs> and they'd be like oh that's all right and they'd open the gate and he'd get through and so what and he'd have to do it again at the other end uh it's a plausible story no, he so where he lived, he got on at an overground train where there wasn't any uh, barriers, oh, and he got off at a, at a tube station. I think it was something like that. They must catch him sooner or later because there was that guy who um, commuted in from I don't know, yeah, zone six or outside or whatever. But because there were never any checks, and he knew that there weren't ever any checks until zone two, he'd just buy a ticket from like zone two, but. The um he was actually caught because the staff noticed a pattern, yeah, of him coming through. So I can't remember how they, but it was basically observations from staff that caught him, and he was fined something like sixty grand because he'd been doing it for ten years. Yeah, they got some very clever fraud detection, um, uh, fraud detection work they do in um, you know the underground. There's a great program, uh, like a Channel Five program about this. Uh, like Fair Dodgers or something like that, you'll probably find right, in five yeah. on demand. Um, but similar sort of thing, you know, that they recognise patterns where people come in, um, you know, swipe in, swipe out at certain locations, but only have a particular yeah. type of card. But, um, yeah, I mean, the data's right. there. It's, uh, you know, whether you've got time yeah. to go through it. See, it's, exactly. it's all down to machine learning and AI. And AI. And, and this is why the government wants us to stop using cash. And only use cards, <laughs> and this is why they they want us to download these COVID tracking apps, and it's all in the five Gs. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> anyway, talking of frauds, Jav, um, I believe <laughs> let's move on to tweet of the week, shall we? Because I, I believe uh, you've got a you've got a doozy for us, sir. I do indeed. Tweet of the week. <laughs> So I know um, both. Of you, I'm not speaking to t- both of you who aren't experienced bug bounty hunters, but for <laughs> as some, opposed to you, yeah, as opposed who, to me, who, who sent me his uh, his, his pineapple express because he couldn't make it work. <laughs> I, you want you <laughs> were taste pi- like pineapple, <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't pineapple express. It's just called a pineapple. That's a movie you're confusing it with. <laughs> oh, that's why it wouldn't play. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> someone sent a tweet which I can well, it was just a 
a comedy. It was just a joke. And their joke was how to get a P1 XXS in 10 seconds. Um, so, Tom, that means how to get a priority one, like the highest level of cross-site scripting on yeah, a website. I know. I know. So, I, I know this part of it. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. So, so they say, find a site, open port 80, and visit via Chrome. Hit Control, Shift, and J, and that brings up the console. In the console, type alert, bracket, hacked, and enter, and that little pop-up, a little pop you know, a little pop-up box saying, uh, hacked. And it goes, boom, P1, cross-site scripting, easy as that. Give and me it's my a good money. Joke. <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> and it was uh, and it was funny. Uh, you know, you just look at it, inside joke, ha-ha. And then there's a guy called Bitquark who works at Tesla. And uh, he says, someone just reported this to us on Tesla.com. Brilliant. <laughs> Oh my god! Well, if you don't buy a ticket, you can't win the lottery. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. <laughs> but um, but you know, I think that that's one of the things. So this actually kicked off a bit of a debate amongst people, as, as it does. Like you know, I think even the wind blowing in a in, in <laughs> yeah. the wrong direction kicks off a debate. Everyone's got an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, some people are like, well this is just stupid and this is why we should uh, restrict who gets to submit, you know, on, on bug bounties and others are like, well, it's the job of the bug bounty platform to filter these out. Uh, this is in t exactly what it's for. It's for young people to, to practice and try. And, you know, even if they have no experience, um, they can have a pop at, at stuff. So it was an interesting debate. Um, I don't know which, which, which side of the fence do you gents sit on? Um, me personally, I sit on the side of the fence. It was a joke and just accept it for what it is. <laughs> I don't think it should have gone that deep. Uh, <laughs> but this is just I mean, my, I, my general feelings of social media. Um, I mean, I didn't get the technical aspects of it, but I knew it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this reminds me of the time we went and saw a Steve Lord presentation, Tom. <laughs> Steve, no, no, that wasn't Steve Lord. It was. He he was making the Heisenberg reference at one point. Oh, that this, one. This yeah, that yeah. Securite. I... Oh, yeah, yeah. you're thinking of you're the thinking other of Punkin Punkbuster. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I know. I'm I'm thinking of the one where the guy was doing stuff to hard disks, and um, uh, uh, uh this was at uh, 44 Con, and, and so basically, when any whenever any forensic tool was run on a hard disk, it would print out the lyrics to we're never going to give you up it basically <laughs> but the guy was doing this live on screen and tapty tapty tap tapty tap tap hit return and something happened and everybody burst into applause and i was like what did he do <laughs> i have no idea all i can see is that he pressed a button and the lyrics for you know never going to give you up came up what's impressive <laughs> about that you know that's print t 10 print never going to give you up whatever <laughs> So I just didn't get it at all. But <laughs> had it been in COBOL, you'd have been all over that, right? <laughs> <laughs> or stone. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, oh, very good. We like that one. Thank you, sir. Tweet of the week. So I'm going to bring it down a level, I'm afraid, right now. I received okay. some very bad news last night. Oh, dear. 
um, to say I was, well, almost beside myself with um, grief. And I was just generally, well, just very, very upset. So the email came from British Airways and it informed me that uh, I have now been downgraded to silver. Oh. Ah. <laughs> so just let's take a moment here, folks. Wow. Just, you oh, know. Sorry. F. Yeah. F for respect. I, I'm just. Uh... Wait, did, <sighs> are you. Did they not extend your status because of the current pandemic? No, what they did was, which I guess was quite clever of them, because actually they probably they probably didn't get out of pocket at all. Was they they reduced the the number of um, points you need to obtain points the next required level. Yeah. to maintain status. Um, so basically, they were saying you don't need as many, you don't have to fly as much to maintain your status. Uh, of course, nobody can fly at all during the last three months yeah. um so but but uh but what they did do was that they added 12 months so i've now got two years of silver uh but nonetheless british airways um you know if you're listening if you're if you're you know a fan of the show which i'm sure you are because we're always talking about you um please just you know make an exception just push me back up to gold i might not, might not be flying for the next nine months but you know yeah, just... <laughs> exactly it's uh uh, it's, that, it's, it's, that is harsh. I, part of my identity. Yeah, I thought they uh, kept everyone's status as is. Um, no, no. Uh, no that's they, harsh. They, so I know my yeah. status has been extended for another year. Uh, I've yeah, but you'd seen. made your points, didn't you? Um, do you know what? I'm actually shy about 100 points, uh, which I would have got in um, but they, the end but of they March. they reduced the requirement... Yeah, so by, yeah, by so for the next tier, yeah, so to renew at the next tier. I mean, bear in mind my tier point end isn't until uh, November anyway. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm about hundred points shy of uh, renewing. Um, if you, if you check log in, you you should see that it's actually twenty five percent lower than it was. Your oh, it is. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, but it's probably you know for the for the next. Um, yeah. For the reduced number, but they did send me an email saying that you know it's uh, you know tough times for all, but we are going to extend it. Um, Anyway, oh dear, my heart is bleeding for you guys. Hey, this oh. is—I mean, you're used to slumming it with no, uh, no, Gen Pop in the for, airports, but uh... well, it should be bleeding for me, not <laughs> not not for Andy. Andy's still gold. <laughs> yeah, that that's true. That's true. <laughs> but um, you know, the, the speaking of travel, so a long time ago, and I think it might have been last August or September. I applied for the US. Oh, um, yeah. It's fast, uh, speedy entry or whatever. Yeah, the speedy entry. The uh, oh, How's that it? working out for you? <laughs> and, and you know what? It, 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 it said on the application it will take like six to 12 weeks or something like that. So I was yeah. expecting, you know, last year I'd get it. And no, it didn't come through. Surprise, surprise. You know, brown man with funny name tries to get, you know, global oh, clearance. You, you're actually declined, were you? No, I didn't. I didn't get control. I just didn't hear anything. And right. um, last week, I got the email saying, oh, you've been temporarily accepted. Now make your way to one of your uh, centres <laughs> for the interview. One of the US airports you have to one do One of the person. US airports, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. And, oh, by man. the way, this invitation is only valid for three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. No, I think it's valid for a year, but I'm like, yeah, it's yeah, like how much... Gonna happen. 
<laughs> I know the yeah, US were cancelling visas for people that um, actually had tickets. So at the start of the pandemic, uh, you know, once the US had rejected, um, you know, UK nationals or, you know, people from Europe, uh, a lot of BA flights were still, you know, hadn't been cancelled yet. So people still had bookings. And so people were then receiving emails, uh, you know, from uh, it Border Patrol or, you know, whoever you get that uh, waiver yeah, from. Yeah. And saying that, uh, you know, we've now revoked your waiver because you're attempting to travel uh, against, um, you know, US policy or whatever. Uh, and so people are like, hey, look, BA, what are you doing? You, you've kept our flights. You know, this is causing us problems. Uh, never actually followed that through to the outcome. But uh, yeah. yeah, certainly the US don't want people uh, from our side of the world at the moment. The, the, the problem those people had was that they weren't Nigel Farage. Yes. They don't have friends in low places. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, dear me. But yeah, so Javs, it sounds like your um, application for uh, whatever. Global it? entry. Global, Global entry. entry. Yeah, it's probably probably about as useful as my uh, Estonian e-citizenship. <laughs> How has that worked out for you? It's been a few weeks now. What, uh, it's, what have you managed it, the, to do? The box it all came in has been sitting very nicely in my cupboard. Excellent, and you've not you've just not done anything with it, no. I've been moving house and everything, you know. <laughs> well, it really does uh, give you mobility. Yeah, it's right. No, I've I've logged in and stuff, and I've 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 checked out how it works, and I've signed a few things, but you know, um, I've not looked at it at all. If I'm honest, on on the furniture you bought from IKEA, couldn't have you used your Estonian citizenship to claim back that or something? I uh, see. It's not a citizenship. It's it's um it's e citizenship. Okay. I, I now feel like the old guy who no, who doesn't who no, doesn't know. No, no hang on. It's, it's, it's e residency, not citizenship. Ah. Uh, so what it means is I can hold a bank account and stuff like that in East, in Estonia, and start a business in Estonia and all that sort of thing. But I don't have um citizen rights. You know, what if you so just married a lady from Estonia? Wouldn't that be better? Yeah, so much easier. Well, that, that's, that is plan B. So for all our Estonian fans listening to the show, <laughs> check out Tom's Tinder profile. <laughs> uh, oh, send him dear. your TikTok videos and uh, maybe we can make this the love channel. Nothing wrong with TikTok. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's what the um, the head of the uh, the Red Army says, anyway, isn't it, Andy? <laughs> the People's Republic of uh, the the Democratic People's Republic of China. <laughs> oh yeah, DPRC is it? Is it also? What about Korea? Is that the DPRK? Is that correct? It is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. I reckon we should move on yes. now because we're, we're that, after that little cul-de-sac we've just entered. <laughs> uh, let's do this. Billy Big Balls of the Week. All right. This this one is mine, and I'm, it, this is actually quite a serious one. I, uh, I'm going to say. So, um, uh, it's from LinkedIn. Uh, a friend of mine on there, Trudy Palmer, uh, she posted something. It was actually a couple of weeks ago, um, but um, <clears throat> she posted something on there, which uh, I was involved in because I was chatting to her about it beforehand and 
convincing her that it was probably a good thing to do. But uh, without sharks and toothbrushes. Uh, uh, no, okay. no, no. It's <laughs> it's even a little bit more serious than that. Oh, okay. Incredibly. I was trying to find the link between you and you know giving someone else advice. It was. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This is about alcohol. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, I've known Trudy for about five years now, um, used to be uh, good drinking buddies, etc. Um, and as many of you know, I, I stopped drinking uh, just over or is it nearly three years ago now. Wow. And um, and she stopped drinking three years ago uh, to the two, uh, um, three years and two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. she wanted to celebrate the fact and she wanted to uh, post something on LinkedIn. But she was really worried. She was worried about the reaction she'd get, etc. She's just started her own business, um, uh, U Unify Limited. It's all starting to, to come together, etc. Um, but she posted something. I'm not going to read it all out. What I'll do is I'll put a link in the in the show notes for, for folks. But basically, it was a, a celebration of the fact that she has been three years sober. Um, and actually, it's, you know, best decision she ever made, blah, blah, blah. Um, and also, you know, reaching out to anybody else who might be in a similar position um, to sort of say, you know, chat to her. It's it's all good. You know, be kind, smile and have happy thoughts, um, you know, all that sort of thing. She was really concerned that she might get a bit of a, a, bit of a negative backlash. Yeah. Um, Which says a lot had... about the industry. Well, exactly. I think <laughs> mm. it says more about the industry than it does about her, actually, or more about certain elements of the industry uh she's had since had um 640 reactions and 88 comments all of, well and all of the comments are not just positive but overwhelmingly positive um very very you know just here's some of the words you know amazing um you know uh, proud um well done uh, um, uh, there's lots of amazings in here i have to say i'm looking for incredible congratulations fantastic achievement you know all that sort of stuff and i think it's really good i think um i think actually we're starting to see a little bit of a uh a sort of shift in attitudes not only in our industry yeah. but probably elsewhere as well and i think possibly lockdown has had something to do with this because you know was it i heard the other day you know please can the pubs be open before i um you know turn into an alcoholic uh, you know, <laughs> because everybody's at home right and what what else are you going to do um, <laughs> um who, who would have knew, known that the pubs would have been the cure to the nation's <laughs> fall into alcoholism i love that um <clears throat> so yeah i just thought it was one it was a really it was a, a, a you know billy big balls move just to to put something out there in the first place but also, I think the um, you know I think the Billy Big Balls goes to you know everybody who responded or even everybody who read it and smiled and agreed or yeah. you know felt happy for someone because frankly I think you know we're not just talking about um, you know alcoholism or mental health or anything like that but I think uh, if nothing else the, the last few months has taught us that people have personal lives people have and personal lives are complicated yeah um, and actually. Um, we can we can still get on and succeed. So without wishing to be sort of over dramatic here, I just want, thought I wanted to celebrate uh, uh, Trudy's accomplishments and also everybody else who commented and supported her uh, in in her statement. So yeah, that was my Billy Big Balls. 
And a good one at that. Yeah. Good, good point. Well made. Yes. <laughs> Especially the third point, right, Jeff? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, Jeff remembers the days what it was like. Billy uh, Big Balls oh, oh. of the Week. <laughs> he remembers those days of uh, drinking, uh, you know, getting blackout drunk. and. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember the days out. of Tom drinking and black, getting blackout drunk. Yeah. And I remember being at a conference and as, as the evening wore on, me and Andy started to socially distance ourselves more and more from Tom. Like, yep, don't know him. No, nope, never seen him. <laughs> well, you know, you know it's bad when... Um, when I'm telling you it's time to go home, like you know, that, that's uh, <laughs> like in, in terms of uh, you know sort of longevity, going out in the town. Uh, you know, I'm all up for a big night, but uh, I yeah. do remember that one time in Sheffield somewhere <laughs> where I was like, "Dude, I'm going home." It's like you know, five in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't good. No, the one thing I had going for me, the one thing I had going for me was I was a pretty happy drunk. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, there's nothing you know, worse than uh, yeah aggressive someone or turning uh, nasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I once worked with a fellow. This is going back twenty years, and this fellow, nicest fellow you could ever get to meet. You know, such a lovely guy. Until he got drunk, um, and uh, and he he he'd get all fisty, right? And um, in the end, his his office nickname was Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> not not a particularly good one to be getting uh yeah to be exactly and and honestly when you did see his knuckles they were they were fucked up right they were seriously because he, he he'd hit anything even if it was a wall um so yeah the the, uh, the company dues were interesting <laughs> yeah and i think a lot of that you know historically uh particularly infosec conferences have always encouraged drinking um, massively you know going oh, yeah. back to defcon back in the day you know it's a big drinking culture um, yeah yeah it's just kind of and, everyone and replicated it's, and that. it's all well and good you know it's you know alcohol's great i bloody love the stuff yeah you know but i think it's uh provide options not every, well one provide options and two not everybody can um i don't want to say be trusted but not everybody reacts the same way yeah you know to alcohol and i think you know, there's, um, you know, when 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 an event is defined by how much, you know, how much the bar was open or whatever, um, that's when it get, you know, becomes problematic. You know, there there were events used to go to just because they had an open bar <laughs> and didn't didn't ask any questions. That's not good. Yeah. That's not good. So. Yeah. Good times. Oh dear. <clears throat> right. So you could have just recorded this episode without me. Sorry, Ben. Oh, ben. Well Sorry, done, right, my bad, my bad. Oh, Hello, this is an automated call from the NHS Health Service. Your sexually transmitted infection test results are the following. Chlamydia, Uh-oh. positive. Gonorrhea, <laughs> positive. Genital herpes, <laughs> positive. Excellent, I'm free of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That must be the first test you've passed on everything. One hundred percent, ladies. <laughs> well, you can't catch it again, then. Well, exactly, can't catch that twice. <laughs> I'm sorry. What were you saying, Jeff? Before we were so rudely interrupted. I was saying this is the episode you two could have really done without me. First, you're talking about status that I don't care about. Now you're talking about alcohol, which I've never partaken in. And now you're talking about 
STDs. You, you, you <laughs> say yeah. this you episode. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, we could literally do any episode without you, Jeff. It's not. <laughs> We're just. Uh, it's it's that whole um, you know diversity hire. Ah, you know, ah, ah right. right. I was wondering <laughs> when it would come down to that. I'm your token. You 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 just you just sit there and look pretty, Jeff. <laughs> oh dear. So you've not been on any um, TV shows this week, Jeff? I, I know you're, you're typically out whoring around. I uh, I didn't get any messages this week about you being anywhere. Not this week. It's been a slow week in uh, in show business. <laughs> <laughs> Your agent's on holiday, right? <laughs> I have been tweeting James Gunn every other day, though, saying, when's he opening up a slot for me in the next Marvel movie he's doing? <laughs> yeah, but doesn't James Gunn actually already play Rocket Raccoon? <laughs> is he uh, is he back James Gunn I thought he uh, yes okay no I think he's back I think there was a um uh, an actor's backlash about um making sure he was he was back on the scene for the third film right because this was to do with uh, something he had done in his past wasn't it or he had tweeted yeah was it a tweet he tweeted yeah he was he it was a um you know comedy tweet I think or something like that that was deemed inappropriate right but uh, I can't even remember what it was. But you know, it was, it wasn't that bad as far as I recall. But hey, I'm no judge on that sort of thing. Well, it wasn't that bad, and it was just you got to take into context. Like if something was said 20 years ago or something, then yeah. you know, you know, it it might have been related to a certain event at the time. Or but we're, yeah, we're not good at that. Once the pitchforks come out, we don't want reason. No, <laughs> we no. want a head. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, before we get too serious, we've been a couple of serious things so far. I mean, we normally get serious towards the end, but before we, before we get too serious, should we uh, uh, check out our reliable sources over at the InfoSec PA Newswire to Absolutely. see uh, how busy they've been? Should we do that? Let's do it. Yes. All right. Industry News. Campaigners call for computer Campaigners call for Computer Misuse Act revision on 30th anniversary. Industry News. Businesses lack a workable ransomware recovery strategy. Industry News. Malware uses... <laughs> Malware uses portal app lure to send SMS messages and steal data. Industry News. Security Serious opens nominations for fifth Unsung Hero Awards. Industry News. And that was this week's Poorly Read. <laughs> Industry News. There were some tongue twisters in that one. I'm wondering if the uh, InfoSec news stig is deliberately writing headlines to try and trip us up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because this week so. was a serious mouthful. I, I suspect you can probably edit Jav's part, but as I'm slapping the middle and <laughs> only said it the once without pause, I'm guessing my mistake's staying in there. No, I'm going to leave Jav's in for everybody, <laughs> just so everybody knows what I have to edit every week. I mean, trying to stitch together Jav's some of Jav's quotes, it ends up sounding like a ransom demand. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, was it? Campaigners call for Computer Misuse <laughs> Act revision on 30th and 
anniversary. Uh, I'm surprised that hasn't been revised already. Uh, and I'm sure they're, they're cause every other year to. Terrific. Well, unless the Stiggy's just re, you know re um, rehashing some old news here, yeah, he wouldn't I, do that. I, I don't know. Or she? No, he wouldn't. Do wouldn't. That. This is true. They are, uh, this is true. They are professionals. I reckon. Why don't we try and set him or her some um, a challenge? Why don't we um, to read their own headlines? <laughs> no, no, no. Get um. Let's see if we can get an alliterative um, you know uh, um, headline. That would be really good. You know, like the front cover of The Sun or the Daily Mirror. Let's get a fully alliterative um, headline. So, Stig, I know you're listening. Please, uh, let's go fully alliterative for at least one of your headlines. I dare you. I double dare you. Um, So, I noticed that the Security Serious nominations for the Fifth Unsung Hero Awards are up. Did we not win that last year? We did yes, indeed. We did. And, yes, we okay. did. I was out of the country at the time, unfortunately, but uh, um, uh, I believe Jav, you were there to collect. I was there. Oh, you know what? I <laughs> I was in the garage uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I completely forget about this. I was I was uh, sorting out some of my my motorbike gear, and above one of my jackets there was this big big bulky thing in a bag. And I picked it up, and there's a lot of dust inside. And inside was the award that we won. What? That <laughs> what? It wasn't on display. I know. You I, son I, of a bitch. I know. I've I've been meaning to come up. You know, I I've literally run out of space on my trophy shelf. <laughs> oh rubbish! I need a bigger trophy shelf. You can get rid of some of those blogger ones because they are so out of date now. No, they mean the most to me. The old you can't, ones. You, you can't, <laughs> you can't rely on your past glories, mate. It's got to be up to date. You know? Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll try. I'll maybe I'm shift them a bit to the back and see if I can balance this one <laughs> towards the yes, front. Yes, that's the one where we beat Marks and Spencers and the City of London Police. They're, they're, especially on. City of London. They are some good campaigns. Yeah, they've also got money. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe that's the key thing, is they're not doing it on a shoestring. But it goes to show what you can do on a shoestring. Yeah. Um, oh, although yeah. I think it was it was for best um, awareness campaign, wasn't it? Um, and our campaign lasted, what, three minutes, 47 seconds? Hey, it's, it's Sometimes that's quality. all you need. It's quality, yeah. not quantity. <laughs> you know, a lot can uh, happen in three minutes, 42 seconds. Yeah. And, so, and, you know, it's I'm married 13 years. <laughs> you based an entire marriage off it. Yeah. And 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 actually we we won the award for the lost all the money uh music video. Yeah. And there was a bit of drama a couple of weeks ago that YouTube took down the video. And That's right. Uh, a few days ago, I received a phone call from Tom Langford and I was like, "Oh my god, why is Tom calling me now?" Because I thought maybe he thought I was giving a presentation, so he's trying to disturb me. Um, oh, no, I'd, I'd actually trip pocket dialed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pocket dialed. And he was like so excited, he could barely contain the excitement in his voice. I was like, what, "What's happened?" And uh, he, he was like, "Oh no, um, our videos back up on YouTube." I was like, "No, I mean, I know we we, we said we're going to get in touch with Nelly, but is it really up?" He says, "Can you check?" So, yeah. so I went and checked, and indeed it is back up. So for all the Yay! fans, 
everyone Yay. that petitioned. Well, yeah, thank you. We are uh, back yeah. up. Yeah. And you're welcome. Uh, is... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, going back to the Unsung um, Heroes Awards, uh, I, I also received uh, in the first one, uh, CISO Supremo, I think it was. Uh, in fact, I'm looking at it right Talking now. about peace, uh, past uh, <laughs> victories, yeah. Past victories, yeah, absolutely. I'm very proud of this one because all I had to do was sponsor the event. <laughs> Although, didn't didn't we go to an event one time that uh, you also sponsored and came second? Because <laughs> I think yeah. the, the other table paid more or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that, that was that Computer Security Awards, wasn't it? Uh, and I didn't sponsor. Whereas the winner did. Ah, oh, okay. But but you paid for a table, didn't you? You paid I like pay three grand or something for a for a table of eight or something. Yeah, that's right. I think it was ten. ten. Oh, a table table of ten. Yeah, yeah. We had a good night. I looked at those photos the other night. Actually, <laughs> they're, they're funny, especially especially the the I lost faces. Yeah. <laughs> You know, for three grand, we could get some professional photos done. But hey, it I'm wasn't. Just... It wasn't my money. <laughs> True, <laughs> it was company money. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Uh... <clears throat> oh, oh, I know what it's time for. I definitely know what it's time for. As he scans through the show notes. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah. Uh... You're listening to the Host Unknown Podcast. More fun than a security vendor's briefing. True story. Yeah, absolutely. Never mind the uh, the delays. Think think about the quality of the of the jingles. <laughs> okay. Oh, so sponsorship. Have we got any sponsors this week? Um, I'd see British Airways, if they weren't making so many redundancies, culling staff and cutting costs, they could have potentially been a sponsor. Um, they, 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 they've always had an open invitation. And I think, given the amount that we've spent on them between us, yeah, they should have anyway. Concord Room, you know? that's all I'm saying. I just, you know, gold guest list for life. You, the Concord Room is lovely. Mm. Really nice, I have to say. The food is excellent. And there's no, you, you, you can sort of, they've like these little cubby holes little sort of um uh, sort of bonquette seating style cubby holes so you don't even have to look and talk to anybody <laughs> great it was great and I, as i recall the uh, the wine list was amazing but i stopped drinking at that point so <laughs> which is very disappointing anyway so yeah um surely that, have we mentioned anybody today who might make a good um sponsor oh tesla we talked about tesla didn't we yeah i mean elon musk got money to burn hasn't he oh my god yeah and then some oh he's got money to burn because he, he uses it to power his um his rockets that's why they're so successful he just stuffs the tanks full of cash because <laughs> we're not we're a cashless society now <laughs> so maybe tesla if you're out there Host unknown. Sponsored by Insert Tesla. And Elon Musk. Okay, good stuff. Why don't we move now rapidly onto Rant of the Week? Which is you, Andy. Oh, this sounds like uh, something. So I. Uh, upon reading stuff this week, so since last week. Uh, obviously, there are questions about TikTok, which uh, you know we had differing views on. 
Uh, <laughs> me, firmly a big fan of TikTok, regardless of the uh, tracking which goes on with it. Um, and we have this industry that's obviously outraged. Stop using TikTok now. You know, a few friends have sort of said, hey, uh, you know, I saw this article. What do you think about TikTok? You know, should I continue to use it? And I say, look, you know, same arguments as I went through last week. I'm not going to go through it. Um, but it brought me across an article about um, recently uh, recent changes, which will be coming in this summer. And this is, as of this summer, when you set up a new Android phone or an Android tablet in Europe, uh, you will be presented with an extra step, which is the ability to choose your default search engine. Now, do you remember, you know, years ago, there was an antitrust case and Microsoft had to open yeah. up uh, Windows to allow other browsers. Um, yes. You know, Windows used to be pre-bundled with uh, Internet Explorer, um, you know, which primary purpose is to download another browser. Um, but, the you know, the EU uh, Antitrust Commission basically made Microsoft um, give people a choice. So upon installation, you choose which browser um, you want to download. Um, so a similar thing is now coming <clears throat> for default search engines. Um, so when you set up your Android devices, it's no longer default to Google. Um, you get to choose. Uh, I think it's one of four at the moment. <clears throat> But one of the companies which is looking to benefit from this is DuckDuckGo, um, which I believe we're all familiar with. Um, you yeah. know, DuckDuckGo is, is branded as the uh, privacy-friendly privacy search engine. Yeah, they say they don't track users, uh, you know, across, um, you know, across various mediums. Um, and I guess this difference between the likes of Facebook, Google, and, you know, any other site which captures your data is that they will build up your behaviors online. And they will, you know, tailor, um, you know, use behavioral advertising, you know, what type of thing you're looking for. And they will build a pattern about who you are, you know, your demographic and what you're likely to buy. Whereas DuckDuckGo's advertising is based on, you know, if you search for Mercedes, um, for example, it may show you some other types of cars in a similar sort of price range. Um, you know, it's it's very high level, um, you know, but they you know make money from that. And, and that's how they go through Um so I guess on this one with DuckDuckGo, how big do you think? How how big do you guys think this company is? Have you ever thought about, um, you know, how large they may be? Probably as big as Telegram. I reckon percentage-wise of the global search market, about. 0.32%. That's a very specific <laughs> That's a very specific number because uh, you, you've obviously read my show notes on uh, that part. I didn't realise I left that part into it. But um, so they have been around since 2008. Um, what? As long as that? As really? long as 2008. They didn't actually use the uh, privacy mantra until 2010. Um, so they were just a you know regular search engine prior to that. Um, and then in 2010, they started really pushing the fact that they wouldn't be tracking people. Um, and they only really grew uh, big or, you know, they really exploded after uh, Mark Snowden's revelations about... Um, Mark Snowden? Uh, Edward Snowden, sorry. Uh, I used to work with a guy called Mark Snowden. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry, Ed, Edward that Snowden. scab. <laughs> Mark uh, Snowden, if you're listening... <laughs> Uh, Edward Snowden's revelations about uh, you know data use and, and Cambridge Analytica, uh, you know all this bad stuff that everyone gets outraged about. Um, but even still, uh, you know they still only have zero point three two percent 
of the global search market. Which I'm amazed by that. I'm actually and not because it comes back to the fact that people do not care. You know, the infosec industry is absolutely outraged at how data is used, whereas in the real world, um, not everyone cares to that level. But is it because people are not being presented with a choice? Because I know it is actually fairly straightforward to change your default search engine on all of these things, you know, iOS devices. I can't speak for Android, obviously. Um, and, um, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Mac OS and all that sort of thing. So much like um, the uh, the search engine thing, probably, sorry, the, the web browser stats changing once Microsoft may, were forced to make that offer. The same is here as well as long as people get results when they search they don't care who they use so i think uh duck, duck go actually did a um test um so um, this is a wired article uh wired uk article um, you know about this and duck, duck go actually created a choice test with 18 different options and placed google at the end of the list um and it turns out that it doesn't actually say how many it just said Pretty much all the users uh, just scrolled down the list of all the options and just selected Google anyway. Well, Google's become it's it's become a verb, hasn't it? As well, it's well, it's entered into the vernacular. Yeah, yeah. People just say, um, you know, what have you. In, in the UK, actually, I'm just looking at, at some stats. Uh, DuckDuckGo has 0.6 percent of the of the <laughs> of the search engine uh, market share, with uh, Google having 92 uh, percent. But I think Jeez. I think there's there's two two sides to this. One is like, um, what does point three two or whatever point six translate to in in actual terms? Because you know, because Google just owns so much of of the internet. You know, what exactly does that carve into? Um, so the, that's twenty this... billion dollars worth of uh, advertising revenue. They make a quarter. Uh, Who's that? What, Google. Duck, Duck, no, Google. Oh, Google. I was going to yeah. say. So DuckDuckGo are about to break $100 million this year. That's still So Google's doing chunk. $20 billion every three months, and DuckDuckGo is about to do $100 million for the year. Ah, that's not, not bad going if you're DuckDuckGo, to be honest. But, well, um, that's, that's revenues. Profit is about $0.10. Cents. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's after you you uh, well, funnel it through your e Estonia, Estonia. Yeah. <laughs> <company. laughs> uh, the the second thing I think is you know there's two ways. Whenever you look at you know you want change, and um, I as a security professional, I don't expect the users to change. I expect there to be like lobbying and pressure groups being put on tech companies to change some of their practices. That's the camp I'm more firmly in. Um, you know, you can't expect everyone to change to switch to DuckDuckGo. I just want Google to do better. And, you know, one of the ways to do it, it it's like how you see change in a lot of places. You, you you have a bunch of experts. They form a lobbying group. They they uh, they lobby the government, the lawmakers, the policymakers. And, and you know, you, you cause some change there. But, um, uh, see, I'm, not, I'm more of a person, uh, you know, who votes with his feet. Uh, you know, if you want change and stop giving them money, the the lobbying and all that is great, but that's kind of like you know you, you're sitting there <laughs> using Google, saying I really don't want to be using Google, but it's just the best engine in the world. It knows it, it exactly actually... what I want, <laughs> but I'm not happy There's about it. There's a reason for that. Yeah, There's a reason exactly for that. because of their data analytics. 
um, you know, the way they use that data, and they know how to and present what they it know about, about you. you. Yeah, exactly. So my, but I yeah. have a, I do have a problem with the data they have and how they use it. So okay, but do you instance, still use it? Do you still use Google? No, 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 no. A practical problem. Okay. <laughs> so, for instance, if I go shopping for, let's say, a mattress, a purchase I will make. In theory, I think I think you're supposed to replace it every seven years or six. Well, years that's or something that. that's something the uh, mattress industry came up with, but yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's I've a bit like the pro- diamond industry saying you should spend, uh, you know, two paychecks <laughs> worth of yeah on, on a on listen, an engagement ring. Listen, when you can tell the shape of my butt from the the mattress, it's time from uh, time to get a new mattress. But um, or get a smaller so, butt. But, or oh. get a smaller butt. Yeah. Um, Oh God, you've thrown me because now I'm thinking about my butt. <laughs> um, so I go searching for mattresses, right? Uh-huh. Um, this is a you know theoretical exercise. Go searching for mattresses online, blah blah blah. Find one, purchase it. I then get inundated with adverts for mattresses, even though I've made a purchase, and I'm never going to buy one again for the next five, six, seven years. So for the next two weeks, I've got to put up with adverts for mattresses. That's not smart use, Google, of, of my data. So, so it's what is that? It's one thing to have access to everything, but then yeah. you've got to use it properly. But then is that actually Google presenting those ads, or is this a marketing company which has purchased the space and is using those uh, you know, analytics to present you adverts? Well, some of them are some of them are Google um are Google ads right. without a shadow of a doubt because you can you know they they're they're marked as such. Uh, in fact, I'm sure they are Google ads. I'm going to have to look now. No, do you asking the probing difficult questions? You hey, well, you know, I just if I'm going to get outraged, I just want to know you know what the <laughs> I just want to know the facts. <laughs> I, I don't want to just read the headline and then join the bandwagon. Yeah, I yeah, want what are the you, person Dad? are you, Andy? You just, like, <laughs> just like you know a I, rational I, thought, but. But no, I, I, last I, agree. Show, Jeff. I mean, I think that there is a lot of, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Oh, you bought a lawnmower. I mean, Amazon does it, for example, a lot. You bought a lawnmower. Here, here are 10 other lawnmowers. You might know I've only got one back. I'm not like yeah. Tom or Quinton who live in a stately <laughs> manor where I've got like. It's a two bedroom flat now. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> In the middle of three acres of land, but <laughs> yeah, filled with other houses. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, there is a lot. I know that, that, that I feel like Andy, you're not really defending privacy in a lot of things. It's not that you defend privacy or, 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 or against privacy, or you know, you don't really care about that. You're, you're, you're just like you've made a living off of big data, and so you see the benefits of that. Absolutely, but, I do see the benefits. What I'm not um, ranting against privacy, or you know, yeah, no, no, I'm ranting against people getting outraged, um, you know, about particular things, uh, you know, like TikTok, for example. Yet. They're happy to use everything else. You know, they are not, they won't use DuckDuckGo, uh, you know, because they actually don't care about these companies collecting their data. What they care about is the Chinese collecting their data. Um, but they're okay with the Americans collecting the data. You know, it, it's, I kind of see your point, but, you know, people, you can only change so much at any one time. And a lot of time it's not outrage. People are just asking the question. And it's a bit like, say, like Tom saying, I'm going to go sober now, like three years and two weeks ago. 
and someone saying, well, what's the point in going sober if you're not going to cut out carbs from your diet? Or what's the point in going sober if you're still going to be a horrible person? Um, you know, you've got to start where you can. And everyone has their own limits on where they, they feel comfortable with. It's, it's that feeling of, of fairness that, that goes. And I'll, 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 I'll expand on what I mean by that feeling of fairness. Um, so there was, uh, many years ago, there's the Aladdin cartoon made. And uh, Robin Williams, uh, rest in peace, he done the, the voice of someone in there. I can't remember which character, the genie or something. The genie. Yeah. Yes. Um, thank you. And he said that, uh, well, he, he reduced his normal fee of whatever millions it was to 75,000 uh, because he wanted to do it for the kids. Uh, and once a movie was released, it became a massive blockbuster, at which point he was outraged <laughs> and he wanted to renegotiate his contract <laughs> uh, and he wanted his original uh, fee of whatever, yeah. two million. Not, not so funny now, is it? No, no. But, um, you know, and, and when you pick apart that thing, he wasn't outraged because he got what he actually fairly negotiated. Um, he was outraged because he just felt like it wasn't fair that the company, that the movie went on to make billions or billions and he only got 75 grand of it, whereas he was part. And, and so psychologically, humans have this, this thing of like, they have this inbuilt feeling of what's fair and what's not fair and what they feel like they deserve or don't deserve. And because that's calibrated differently for some people, um, that's why you see some people getting upset or they, they, they voice opinions against certain things and they don't against other things. So, you know, hence why someone might be happy giving their data to Google, but they, they absolutely draw the line when it comes to China taking their data because they've read a lot of Fox News over the years and they know the Chinese are out to get them or Mandiant reports have uh, <laughs> led them to believe Don't that Chinese... China. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that isn't how uh, Tao security sounds. But, <laughs> but um, I, I think there, there's a lot of that psychological play at, at work. It's for, for most people, it's not a simple case of, well, if I'm willing to give my data to one person, I should be willing to give it to everybody or not. There's all these multiple factors at play. So what you're saying is the world is a complicated place. Yeah, far more than uh, Andy's simplistic view. And we live in unprecedented times. <laughs> it's this a new is, normal. It's the new normal, guys. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we seem to have gone full loop there now. Wow. So looking at the time, we've uh, we've prattled on. Once again, we don't have time for the little people. Okay, we'll, uh, we will get it out next week. Yeah, mainly because Jav hasn't got it yet. But, you know, you had one job, Jav. <laughs> You know, I, I really can't believe how quickly Friday comes around. This week. I know, sneaks I know, up right? On you. <laughs> One minute it's Monday, the... then it's Tuesday, then Wednesday. Yeah. Before you know it, it's Thursday. You and wake up, boom! Didn't see that. The one other coming. thing that the other thing that sneaks up on Jav is nine a.m. Yes. <laughs> well, if you stop messaging me at two thirty in the morning, Tom, maybe I'd get some sleep. I was panicking. I was panicking. Did Did you uh... find it in the end? No, no, I, I'm going to have to get you to log on. Uh, folks, just so you know. So your um, sex toy this, thing, you've lost it in the mood. No, they didn't arrive. Oh. They didn't arrive. No, but the um, just so you know, this may be a slightly delayed podcast because I logged on to our Simplecast account 
uh, in preparation last night. And everything's gone. So something's happened. So uh, Jav and I will sort it out after this. But uh, hopefully we'll, we'll get it all, all uh, squared away. Um, but all, yes. I'll... All of them are there, Tom. I've just logged on. Every single episode's there. <laughs> Excellent. I can't get access to it. So we'll work something Have out. Have you logged on to the Host Unknown podcast and not like, you know. Tom's Duck Duck Do Go podcast. We'll delete them all for privacy reasons as soon as you log yeah, off. Right. <laughs> Retention laws. I'm logging in with Deleted the only account credentials days. I've got. So I don't know what's going on. I honestly don't know what's going on. But uh, uh, we'll sort it out afterwards. But anyway, I had, a, I had a little mini heart attack last night. Anyway, so let's leave it there. At least you so- didn't say you had a mini stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I've been too tired for that reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, I'm trying to finish the show I'm under an hour this, this week. Right, okay. <laughs> God! <laughs> Dear me, such an inclusive show, this one. You said inclusive. Here are some, here are some articles you might like on inclusivity. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you very much. Javad, have, uh, I hope you have a lovely weekend. And... Uh, uh, thank you for joining us, albeit for 55 minutes of the hour-long <laughs> hour episode. You're welcome. And uh, yeah, don't talk to me over the weekend, and I'm sure it'll be great. And I won't be here next weekend, so you two can record without me. I've got a week off. Thank you. God, what, what do you mean you got a week off? I, I just... I, I'm not going anywhere. I was going to say I'm going somewhere. No, I, I, I just need a break. So you have access to internet? No, I'm going to disconnect the internet for the week. What? Yeah. Oh, God. Because I heard the internet tracks me, so I'm just turning it off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So next week's show is going to be amazing. Uh, Anyway, so thank you, Jav. Andy, thank you very much. Stay secure, my friends. Stay secure. Go to hell, you guys. Host Unknown, the podcast, was written, performed, and produced by Andrew Agnes, Javad Malik and Tom Langford. Copyright 2015 or something like that. Insert legal agreement here as applicable and binding in your country of residence. We thank you. So you're uh, skipping next week to avoid (laughs) getting a little people sorted out for three weeks running right it's like the kid that that, that uh, skips class because he hasn't done his homework no you know just what take I, the I punishment. forgot i just messaged him this morning saying oh did pr get back to you and obviously he's still asleep because he's in america what he's gonna do is spend a week getting a dog to claim he that the dog yeah. the podcast. well that's what you're coming out with oh, i logged on there's no episodes there <laughs>